Hi there, I want to do a short notice before this episode starts. I had a little trouble um, recording this episode and in the beginning, the first two minutes, there will be a little bit of cracking in the sound, but bear with me because after the t- those two minutes, everything is fine. Thank you. Black Muses Black Muses Black Muses Exploration Inspiration Exploration Inspiration Exploration Inspiration Exploration Inspiration Welcome back to the Black Muses Podcast. Today I'm going to present to you the second episode from the Remember Me series about uh, an ode to the black musicians in different genres. And today we will talk about new age and ambient music with Laraji. We will go into his world, we'll explore his views on music, talk about meditation and music practice and inspirational artists as well. So I hope you will enjoy. Exploration, inspiration. Exploration, inspiration. All right, cool. Well, Laraji, thank you so, so, so much um, for wanting to have a conversation with me for the Black Muses podcast. Beautiful. Um, because, yeah, you are the second muse of the podcast. Really? So, uh, yeah. yeah, you are. So thank you much, so much for opening up for this conversation. But, um, yeah, first of all, I was wondering, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing well-rested, well-fed, well-sheltered, good attitude, health is great, and I feel grateful. All right, cool. And so I was wondering if actually, so for the listeners who don't don't, uh, really know who you are, could you present yourself shortly and what, what you do? Okay, my name is Laura G, and I am better known as alternative New Age musician specializing in the sound of electric zither, which was an mm-hmm. experimental sound, exploring it ever since uh, mid-1970s. And, uh, I've studied music professionally and uh, academically all my life. And it was in mm. ni- 1979, after playing my experimental music on the sidewalks of New York, that um, a friend named Brian Eno offered to record my sound as part of his ambient series. This is mm-hmm. 1979. And so Brian uh, produced an album called Day of Radiance, also known as Ambient 3, with my first really globally distributed album and since then i've been recording and uh performing uh internationally actually starting around 1985 traveling nationally and parallel to the music career is laughter Hmm. uh, conducting people and workshops and therapeutic use of laughter intentional laughter oh wow and I'm living here in Harlem, New York City, and enjoying it. All right, cool. And you also released uh, very recently a trilogy of albums. Yes, uh, three solo piano improvisation albums, solo piano albums recorded uh, 2018, December. 
and released this year after mixing two days of piano improvisation into three different albums mm-hmm. and released released by warp records warp is out of united kingdom mm-hmm. yes All so right. the last the last was released uh the 30th of october through luminous eyes the first one was called sun piano released in july and then september moon piano which is the more contemplative softer piano works and then through luminous eyes through luminous eyes is piano along with electric zither mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i really loved all three of them wow yeah. thank you yeah I, re- I i that's why i contacted you because i'm absolutely totally in love uh, with your music and i actually discovered your music quite accidentally or not really accidentally through um, uh, a show I was listening, I think it was on NTS radio, and then I just, I think it was All of a Sudden even, which was the first song I encountered, and I was completely blown away. I was like, what is this music? It's just so heavenly beautiful. And then I researched it, and then I found found out about uh, your existence and your music. And- Ah, how sweet. And I was wondering, like, because when you this episode is about like new age music and ambient music and um i haven't really encountered a lot of art a lot of black artists uh in these fields of uh, uh new age and ambient music uh, really? yeah i haven't at least but i'm i would be happy to to hear from you if you have encountered a lot of them but i was wondering first like how would you describe uh, or define the music that you make? Because there are the labels like New Age and Ambient Music, but how would you define it yourself? Well, that's always a question and a challenge. Um, I My first description of my music was Celestial. Mm. and But for marketing purposes, it was quickly redefined as New Age, Alternative and Ambient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I try to say therapeutic, easy listening, mm-hmm. uh, inspired, celestially inspired or uh, inspired by uh, uh, visions, vision mm-hmm. inspired, vision inspired music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that sounds really nice, but I can imagine, yeah, for marketing purposes, they would have to change that probably. But um how did you how did you roll into this kind of music which you would describe as uh, vision music or um, the music that maybe also promotes some type of healing of some or some type of introspection or at least that's what it does for me it helps me to introspect to chill out yeah to, how oh, did you dear. get into this kind of uh, music myself yeah Solange am I saying your name right Solange Solange, like uh, soleil, it's like soleil in French, it's the sun, and ange is angel, it's like sun angel. Oh, beautiful, (laughs) Solange. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I've I've always been interested in music ever since my first instrument, which was violin at the age of 10, then piano, then trombone, then choir and orchestras and marching bands. But it was mostly music that was inspired 
by the earthly experience, Broadway music, jazz, rock and roll, mm -hmm. R&B. And in college, focused on, select, on uh, classical music. Mm -hmm. Then uh, moving to New York and pursuing acting and comedy, and somewhere around 1971, I was inspired to investigate meditation as a daily practice. And that practice opened up my, uh, my inner doorway to, mm -hmm. higher ins to higher inspiration. That um, doing that meditation, those early meditation years, somewhere in 1974, that higher inspiration came through as a, a listening experience, hearing mm -hmm. music, a visionary kind of sound, sound that had no ending or beginning and that represented the consciousness's eternalness and mm -hmm. also represented the, uh, the, well, call it the fact that the universe, the whole omniverse is vibrating in the here and in the moment, in the present. So that the present is where the whole universe is oneness. So the oneness of the universe in present time and the eternalness of the universe became very clear by listening to this inner music, mm. the meditative. And so I call that, it was an inner sound experience or a music vision. It was a vision that was activated by hearing this music. I'm just saying that that experience set a, a model for a new experience I wanted to share through music, mm -hmm. a music that was immersive, all-encompassing, and alleviated the listener's consciousness from the sense of separation, mm. and also to suggest the eternalness of the listener's soul or source energy. So that's uh, quite a bit, and I didn't know how, how I was going to uh, accomplish that, but I began researching at the Lincoln Center Library and other avenues of history and intelligence to discover that the experience I had had is, is described as a yogic experience or yeah. uh, alternative hearing experience. Nadam is one word for it in Sanskrit. And I found out that in the Bible, it's referred to as the word, believe it or not. In the beginning was the word. Mm, mm -hmm, but this, mm -hmm. th this experience is a religious, spiritual experience as re recognized as a, 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 we call it a tool or use by yogis to move into universal consciousness. Mm -hmm. So there I am playing with this experience that I didn't know was so well documented. And it inspired a more vertical rather than linear kind of music. Vertical mm. meaning, meaning being present in wholeness at every moment along the way and not caught up in endings or beginnings. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a really beautiful way to talk about yeah about music as a not just merely like the playing of music but really like the whole spiritual experience that is attached to it 
While you're playing, do you also meditate? Do you consider yourself meditating? The answer is yes and no. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, meditation is involved, but uh, it's not something that I do. I feel I'm in a state of meditation continuously now. It, mm -hmm. I yeah. When I began the practice, I would sit down to meditate. Yeah, yeah. And then the more I practice, the more my understanding of what meditation is mm -hmm. shifted. And I, I return to a state of meditation rather than meditate. I believe yeah, meditation yeah. is going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so before a performance or before a recording, I may intend to incorporate my meditative understanding more deliberately yeah. uh, during the performance, during my interaction with a musical instrument and during my performance to take in not only my inner meditation, but to acknowledge an inner meditation that is where the listener is, mm -hmm. where, the, where the audience is. So I, I perform with the idea that meditation is already here as a potential for everyone and mm -hmm. that music can point to that level of consciousness in the listener where meditation is already going on. And mm -hmm. the listener, listener should feel some kind of uh, response or resonance to it. That's why people can drop into meditation while listening to not only my music, but the music of artists whose music goes in that direction, especially like classical Indian music mm -hmm, yeah. or uh, trance music. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I don't meditate, but meditation is at the uh, heart of, of the experience that I'm sharing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you, you just said about like um, about Indian classical music and about trance music. What would be like right now in this moment? What are uh, your favorite uh, music you like to listen to? Or, uh, and why is that maybe something that that uh, attracts you in this moment, or that uh, you feel, um, yeah, that attracts you? Well, uh, one artist whose music is very trancey and trippy is uh, Steve Roach. Hmm. And um, he's an artist who's been around for a while. I met him once in Florida, but his music is more synthesizing with yeah. drone, drone pads, extended long uh, stretches of quiet, serene music. And it may have to do with his uh, having lived in the desert, the United States in the desert area of our country for a long time. And so his music reflects that wide open, empty spaciousness and allows me to access, uh, that's a quality of the meditative experience is going, is going from a sense of congested, narrow, confined space to open, unlimited, open, uh, universal space. I got to know more ambient artists through Pandora, which is 
an online uh, music access. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can access comedy and all kinds of music by way of Pandora. I don't know if you have it. Where are you located, by the way, Solange? <laughs> I'm located in Brussels, in Belgium. How about that? One of my <laughs> favorite places. Is the sky that normal Belgian gray right now? Uh, no, actually, it's been quite a good, uh, good. It's been quite beautiful, beautifully blue uh, sky and sunny for the past few days. And even uh, this Saturday, we're going to have uh, spring temperatures of 16 degrees. So my, it, my. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So there's Steve Roach. And what was the other part of that question? Uh, what inspires you or why did you uh, uh, like this kind of music? But you explained a bit about uh, what effect it has on you or about the droney aspect uh, oh, of the yeah. music. Yes, it uh, quiets the uh, the mental space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from doing lots of extraneous thinking. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it suggests a state of calm and contentment. Mm-hmm. Of the of the physical body and of the breath, maybe music is very effective, the uh, effective communication of breath pattern. Mm-hmm. So I say that uh, music that suggests a very slow, spacious, comfortable breath pattern. Yeah, suggests yeah. a state of relaxation, and relaxation is close to, if not, meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do does making music for you uh, also have that healing aspect or that relaxing aspect for you? Yes, uh, making music for me is a temple. It's one of the most sacred temples. Mm-hmm. The actual moment of in the moment of creativity, of channeling, of bringing through new music that I haven't even heard before. Mm. So it's a very intimate communion with the abstract or the divine or I say the vertical field that which is not in the past or the future but the eternal present that's why I feel that in some aspects new age music is very appropriate description of the music I reach for Mm -hmm. because it's always coming uh, out of the now it's always uh, a product of my being present and being a a surrendering channel. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Even, even that music, uh, all of a sudden, was a result of spontaneous improvisation. New. I've never sung that song. Oh before. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna go to to that right now because you chose to share two songs that uh, were released from your album uh, from uh, 1984, from Vision Songs Volume One. Yes. Uh, and would you like to tell me why did you chose these two specifically? Because it, uh, I like your name, Solange. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Val. So, oh, uh, yeah. he's in Dutch. Nice. Well, no, I've been to Belgium quite a few times, have a few friends there, and ah. I, I didn't really learn how to speak. I didn't know whether I was speaking Belgium or Dutch or French. But, uh, <laughs> it's all mixed together, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. Dutch is, is, is one of the, the languages we speak here, as well as French, but then you have Flemish that is actually the same as Dutch, but which is spoken in like the Dutch-speaking part of Belgium. It sounds uh -huh. very complicated. Yes, it must be a very interesting brain that you all have to yeah. Uh, yeah. be ready to function that way. But to answer the question that I've forgotten... <laughs> so the question was about... Um, why did you choose uh, the two songs all of a sudden and Blissed oh, yeah. Out for Days and what you can tell us about uh, them? All of a Sudden is one of, uh, I could say, one of the more mystical songs I've ever channeled. And uh, it represented, it represents for me the, um, the spontaneity of transformation. Transformation can happen. If, uh, we can shift the frequency of our consciousness. We can shift the way that we are perceiving our environment, our universe. Mm. And that um, the constant shifting, especially in the years when I practiced sitting in meditation, through suggestion, through breathing, and through focusing, I could shift my awareness from one sense of reality, one sense of environment, to another and uh, so the idea of transformation radical transformation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of one's way of seeing and feeling is a theme for me when i discovered how much consciousness could be shifted by music and by meditative practice so it's uh it ha it's a song that is mystical now because it seems to resonate to the to what people on the planet are going through yes they're, they're yes. being asked to change their perception of what's happening a different world a different sense of government a different sense of planetary sharing sharing a common experience uh change will grow us and growth will change us for me that yeah. was so strong and still now i think about it a lot as a as a young adult to like, yeah, it's a kind of uh, way for myself to tell myself like, okay, things are changing, but it will be okay. It will be okay. It's a way for me to tell myself that everything will be okay, that you are constantly evolving and growing. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, if it doesn't destroy us, it's bound to make us better. was one yeah. phrase. Mm -hmm. And also, also, I believe through meditation, bringing through an understanding, an intuitive understanding that we are children of, residents of, and belong to an eternally self-balancing omniverse. Yes. Self-balance. Self so if something's going off over there, then something's rising over here. And, uh, mm -hmm. I, I am in the faith that everything not only will be okay, but everything is... <laughs> Everything is okay when, when understood from a certain level. So um, I wondered also because now uh, in the United States, it's uh, elections are uh, going on. I think so, they're still going on. Yeah. Yeah, and you you see that also from like a bigger, from a higher perspective or from a different perspective. Yes, um, I like to say that, although. Uh, 
I'm a resident here in New York City. I don't just live in New York. I don't just live in the United States. Mm -hmm. I don't just live. I don't just live on the Earth planet. Mm -hmm. But a resident within an omniverse and taking yeah. into consideration there are other planets, stars, systems, mm. and other solar systems, and that we can look at what's going on in the Earth in the perspective of a, a whole universe that's going on so that I am not abandoning the earth or discounting what's going on on the contemporary earth plane, but I am also balancing what's going on the earth with the whole universe, a whole universe of equilibrium. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, being totally immersed in just my local situation, I would become overwhelmed by what's going mm. on in the earth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I might even become depressed if I keep bringing into the balance my inner meditative understanding that there is bliss, there is harmony, there is unity, there is eternalness mm. uh, available to express through consciousness, through feeling in this moment. Uh, independent of what's going on for real in our local situation. So I can talk myself blue in the face about this, but it would not have any impact on anyone listening to me unless they were having an inner experience too. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that drove my earlier music career is to use music more than words to try mm. to share this inner experience and to point to the potential within every listener to have a deep, soothing, uh, restful experience. Yeah, I can tell it worked. Ah, <laughs> I can tell it works. Yeah, you're you're my ears in the field, so long. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All of a sudden, it's another time in another world and another state of mind. All of a sudden it's another self, it's another vibration, it's another state of seeing. We may have been here before, we may have taken this path one time, long time ago. It's another smile, it's another heartbeat, it's another style of thinking. Who can recall the flowers smell differently? And who can remember the embraces weren't this warm before?
a sudden it's a different time It's a different pace, it's a different melody All of a sudden it's a different self It's a different purpose, it's a different direction Now, here, this way unfolding It's a different sunshine, it's a different being, it's a different state of mind. It's a different state of feeling. out for days bliss is one of my my buzzwords mm. bliss for me is so there's bliss and there's contentment which to me is superior to happiness happiness can come and go and mm -hmm. it it depends upon outer circumstances and outer a sense of connectedness to outer people or outer situations or a sense of connectedness to an external goal that's yes. happiness. Bliss for me is a natural, eternal quality or nature of soul presence, the soul that is not caught up in linear identity. Mm -hmm. And so blissed out, connecting with bliss for me was natural when I was in a creative state and I'm in natural meditation and I'm experiencing my intimate communion with the invisible source or the universal soul. And in the instant of that experience of feeling the soul presence acting through me, acting as me and individualizing as my, my beingness is more than happiness. It's a deep soul contentment of knowing mm. I'm not I'm not sept, separate from the essential uh, the essential forces in my life, and blissful in that there's this inner sense of contentment of completion. Yeah. That that uh, so in the song "Blissed Out for Days," it's really taking my buzzword and. Uh, <laughs> and romanticizing it. I'm 
find uh, Laraji on Bandcamp. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you so long. <laughs> <laughs> The first part of the second episode is over. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, I will drop the second part where I will continue my conversation with Laraji. Find his beautiful music on Bandcamp. His name is written L-A-R-A-A-J-I. If you haven't already, you can follow the podcast uh, via my Instagram page, which is heel underscore estate. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you will enjoy next week. Thank you. Au revoir and merci beaucoup. Black music.